And we right back. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Todd. So, I heard what um, Pastor Paul Adefarasi said. And when I listened to it, I was slightly irritated. The reason I was irritated is the fact that these men of God usually talk to us like the Bible is some rare commodity that nobody can touch. Like there are only two copies. Like we can't even go back and cross check. But also, what he has done is a big issue I have with the Bible. A book of ultimate truth should not be such a lethal weapon in the hands of shameless liars. Now, let me be as generous as possible and not say he's a liar. Let's just say he misinterpreted the the scripture. That is even too generous because this man is supposed to be like a leader. He's supposed to be like a pastor who dedicates his time to actually doing this kind of stuff. But let's, let's even look at this idiotic analogy between comparing um, Tinubu to Saul and Paul to, um, sorry, David to um, Peter B. First of all, we have to understand that Nigeria is not Israel. We do not have some sort of um, divine pact with God, like the way God had with Abraham to make him a great nation. We, we, we do not have that. So drawing lines between the Bible and what we have now is idiotic. But even if we want to draw lines, that analogy in itself makes no sense. You see, why did Saul become king in the first place? Anyone? You can turn your Bible to 1 Samuel 8.3. And the reason is clear there. Israel wanted a king because Samuel's sons were corrupt. So, they told Samuel, give us a king. Then Samuel went and selected a king. And he selected Saul, who was 30 years old. And the Bible says that he was handsome and tall, and he was taller than the regular Israelite. That's 1 Samuel 9-2 for the people who want to check. What in that description aligns Tinubu to Saul? Saul was 30 years old when he became king. Like I said, Nigeria is not Israel and we are, we are looking for a president, not a king. But Tinubu is 80 if I am being generous. So what do you mean that, oh, Saul has to come first? What kind of nonsense talk is that? Saul was also not vying for power when he was found. It's another idiotic part of this analogy. So was not looking for he, he this is this is a Tinubu is not doing this to make Nigeria better. Tinubu is doing this to get another notch in his cap. So for you to stand there and to 
encourage your church to be okay with the fact that we are stepping into a leadership of somebody who's not doing this for the interest of Nigerians is demonic if I even want to go there, if you want to use the spiritual lingo. You are defiling the the integrity of that pulpit by saying that kind of nonsense. You draw this analogy and you are not even humble enough to actually read your Bible. Even check about how Saul was removed as king. Saul was not a bad king. Saul was was removed as king because he did not obey the person that put him there. And the person that put him there was God. It's not God that's going to put Tinobu in office on Saturday. It's people who go and vote that will put him in power. You can do all the rigmarole like, oh yes, God is in control. God is in control, but we are the ones that have to push the steps that we are moving. You can say God is in control and then just choose to abandon your church and choose to stop evangelizing and just say God is in control. Everybody who will be saved will eventually be saved if we are using that logic. People have to still go out and vote. And you talking like that will disincentivize people from doing what needs to be done. And in fact, I feel like this should not even be a conversation. Like sometimes you need to be able to disregard the words of people who are not saying things that are correct. Just disregard it. But the fact that you are holding so much power as your position as a, a what, what do you call it, a pastor and leader, a shepherd of your flock, it is irresponsible for you to have conversations like this. Oh, Saul must come first before David that we should just be around to encourage David. What kind of nonsense talk is that? So, sin was not killing everything when God told him to go and kill the Amalekites. Saul was actually not even selfish. Saul was selfless because he wanted the best cows and everything for God and for his people. I cannot tell you with an honest, straight face that Tinubu wants the best for Nigerians. So this analogy is idiotic. I refuse to respect pastors who cower at the sight of confrontation. That has become like another of my big problems with the church. Is we're very selective about the parts of the Bible that we choose to follow. Your pastors are loudest when it comes to issues of Titan offering or anti-gay agenda. But when it's time to actually speak up truth to power, you people seem to lose your voice. Is it not in your Bible that Samuel confronted Saul for his disobedience? How many of your pastors have confronted Buhari for what they feel is going down in this country? They won't talk. Speak out against a potential Muslim, Muslim ticket. You might say, oh, God is in control. We don't mind. We'll still be fine if we have a Muslim, Muslim ticket. Okay. People that are living in Lagos can say that thing comfortably. But if you are living in the north, (laughs) with things that are happening now, it it, it, it 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 is dangerous as a Christian to have an opportunity to help save your other fellow Christians 
and not take that path. It was also in your Bible that Nathan confronted David after he killed Uriah to collect his wife Bathsheba. You people don't sound, you people don't make noise for things that are important. You always cower in fear when your 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 um your safety is is, is being attacked. You hide behind bulletproof cars and bodyguards. But when it's time to speak uh, to to curse people for not paying their tithes and offering, you people are the loudest. But when it comes to people that are in this nation that are that are making flock of your church suffer, you will not talk. It's hypocritical. I spit on whatever authority you idiots think that you have. I spit on whatever authority you think you have. Because you have shown that you are spineless. The Bible says that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of sound mind. For you to be exhibiting so blatantly a spirit of fear shows that you are not standing in line with the God from the Bible that you are preaching to people. Get out of my face. Get out of my face. Man, that that that's all I have for this conversation right now. Um, before I start getting even furtherly heated. Talk to you guys later. Goodbye.